Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Mel K Show. As always, I have my uh, big pharma decoder expert here, Michael L., to bring us up to date on some information that you may know, may not know, and to make uh, clarity out of what looks like a, a big mess, a big murky mess. So, oh, my God. Hey, guys. Going good on. to see you guys. It's a nightmare. Everything that's, that, that's going crazy. So... <laughs> And I know uh, um, we finished up Antarctica uh, on the last one, right? And I know that that's coming out. Right. But today I want to kind of pause a little bit. I want to talk about some of these res resignations between the FDA and the CDC. Oh, great. Because they are kind of impacting a little bit. I've got some specific, I've also been getting a lot of very specific questions. So I thought I'd answer a few of those today. Great. Go through those a little bit. But then I also, my, my finally today, I also want to talk about that PCR testing stuff. And um, what I mean by that and what we're going to talk about is it, it kind of bothered me. You know how I always get these questions in my head that bounce around. Well, one of the questions was, well, wait a minute, they're forcing the vaccine, but they know people aren't going to take the vaccine. So now they're also saying you got to have this minimum of mm -hmm. this testing that's required. And we all know the testing is garbage, guys. I don't like to go over stuff we've already talked about. However, it, it, I, I sent these PCR tests out to some labs Wow. And I've got some results back. It's a lot of the stuff we kind of suspected, but a couple of them are from people I really trust. So, and then there's some really, really good stuff coming out in terms of technology. I remember, guys, I talked to you about that handheld device. Well, they're coming to America. Wow. They're coming to America and they're coming sooner than we expected. So, you know, I'm really excited. Some of the technology that, we've been hinting about and we kind of talk about these these species and all this other different stuff but there's science behind that and that's what i've been pursuing is that science what's behind it how can we use it to our advantage and how can we heal and so there's some really cool stuff coming out within the year wow i mean within one year okay not within the next we only got right. a couple months I know what up, you're saying. within the next 12 months people and i know we're not supposed to use timelines right but i know for a fact there's stuff coming out Oh, so I'm really excited. So let's start. You ready? Okay, let's do it. Roll the dice. Here we go. Let's Here talk you about, go. I want to talk about these FDA resignations and the CDC resignations, but I also want to talk about the ones last year. Okay. Because the reason I say that is it's, it's significant to what's really going on here. And so remember, I, I always say, guys, that not everybody's bad. There's a lot of really good people in the FDA, and I have to switch screens uh, now. I'm just going to read it. No problem. Okay. So the top two officials in the, uh, uh, in the FDA have re uh, resigned. Uh, and part of the reason is they said, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, it's just time for us to go. We're going to leave. We're going to step down. But immediately after, within two weeks, they start blowing the whistle. Okay. I don't know if you've heard about that, Mel, or if you uh, follow that a little bit. But what they're talking about is these booster shots are garbage, which, you know, we all know this. But the fact is they've come out and said this. Senior... Uh, uh, one came out through their legal group oh, and wow. said that it's frustrating that the CDC uh, and their advisory panel, including the WHO, right? The advisory committee on immunization practices are now involved in decision making that's normally with the FDA. This is something that's, that's, that's it's interesting that this comes out. This is something, Mel, that you and I have been saying for a while is the way that they're doing this and the way that they're looking at the safety data, normally the FDA does all of that. They have the decision, they look at it, and immunization or not under normal circumstances, these people are like the end point before it gets out into the, the, the industry, right? And, right. And 
consumer. But this time, all of a sudden, the CDC, the WHO, and all these other expert panels now are pushing this thing through. And what she's saying here that's really important is, hey, guys, listen, man, I'm out. Because normally we do this stuff and you've got these other people doing it. And but so I, I looked at that. And I go, OK, well, that's something, Mel, that we would expect. Right. You and I would expect that. I've been saying that along that a lot of the data that's coming through, it goes through the CDC uh, portals. And where were those? All right. of those, all of those democratic states, right? Right, Only right, a, exactly. A series of five or six. You remember that map we? Put? Yes, yes. But the reason that's significant is the top two people under that area under immunization, they completely stepped down and go, "I'm out." Wow. So this was a big deal, and they yeah, and I didn't really see that in the news. I mean, I saw a little bit, it. but it didn't seem it didn't. That should have been a big story. And you won't see it. But what's interesting is what came out after they left. They right. came out, they left, they stepped down and go, thank you for my years of service and all those different things. Then they step out and go, the stuff's garbage. Now I'm not slamming the process. We know that the plus process is flawed and it needs to be changed, but that's not the only series of step downs that has happened. And so what I did is I kind of did, I, I can't use the circle back anymore because we're not allowed to say that. It drives me crazy. So I, <laughs> I know, I know. I looped back around, right? And, and the reason I did that is, is I, I knew that there were some, some people that moved last year. So I said, wait a minute, let's kind of go back a little bit. Let's see what really happened and how this is impacting what we're doing now. Well, last year, three of the top CDC people stepped down, of which two of them were Trump appointees. Oh, wow. Okay, so... Two of the Trump appointees stepped down from a leadership uh, position, and I'm not going to give their titles because I don't want I don't want to do that part of it, right? But they were in leadership positions. They stepped down. They were put in there by Trump. So the question that I would ask is: Did they step down because they were doing a crappy job, or did they step down because they were pushed out because of what's going on, and then they were quiet? Because we all know every time we say something, everything goes dark when 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 they say that. So that's not the only one. There was a series of FDA resignations and moved in 2020 and early 2021 as well. And the CDC, the top two, two new top two officials in the CDC are resigning. I know this is confusing. No, but I mean, it's, it's, it's less confusing. It's more, you know, alarming. They're not, it is, resi it, they're resigning. Either they're hiding something, they're complicit, or they know something's happening and it, they don't exactly. want to be part of it. Exactly. So what I think is, I think a couple things here, and I'm going to uh, kind of throw my opinion in here, just because I, I, I know how things operate. I'm the FDA more than the CDC. I normally don't operate with the CDC. Thank God, because I right. do, right? But I think what you're seeing is a couple things. I think the earlier resignations is, I think that they saw what was coming. They saw how it was going to come through, and they didn't want to be a part of it. Okay, so those people stepped down, other people stepped in, and the people that stepped in were the people that were going to drive the, the objective. Okay? Yeah. Now, that being said, now you've got the FDA leadership in there, so let's throw the CDC out. So the FDA leadership comes in, but they were fighting to do the right thing, but the CDC and the WHO and Dr. Fauci were mandating what was going through. They were being bypassed, which is something I've said since the beginning. You is did, you did, and that never had really happened before. No. The and CDC is totally never. rogue. 
never done that. very wrong. Yeah. And one of the things that I've said, you and I have talked about this way back is I said, hey, listen, safety and how this normal review process, this was bypassed. Now, the initial argument was, well, it was emergency use only. Uh-uh, no. Because if you look at the approval of the Pfizer and the other uh, drugs, they also took their old data and hammered it through the normal process, which wasn't done correctly. And I know I, I get in tr I got into trouble for making that statement, but that's a true statement. Right. So, however, I think these more recent resignations, I think, were forced by the White Hats. Probably. I, and this is my speculation. I don't like to go too much into speculation, but there's certain areas that I'm looking at what I'm seeing in the patterns. And I, I strongly suspect, see the guys, the tri tide is turning. We all know that. We're seeing it across the board. And Friday's going to be a big day, we think. Um, but I, you look at the schools, you look at the tide is now turned back to the American people. And I think what's happening is some of the people that were there originally weren't going to approve what and how it was going. They were ethically sound. Now, the ones that stayed, every one of them, in my opinion, should be held accountable. Right. Because if you knew that you were bypassing the normal regulations and the normal processes for an objective, you should be held accountable, first yeah. and foremost. Secondly, I think that some of these people now that are being forced down, the top officials in the FDA and the CDC, and by the way, they're not the only ones. There's multiple ones down at the lower level, my guy levels, right? The foot soldiers right. that are also resigning or leaving. And, wow. and so I think there's a period of two things. Everything's going to hit the fan. And I think there's accountability. And I think some of the leadership now is being told what, hey, this is what's going to happen. Right. You either step down now so we can get this thing resolved or not. Yeah. Uh, well, the spokeswoman, that Walensky woman is terrible. She changes her mind all the time. She's been, she's been at her and Fauci, uh, both, are, I believe, are full on criminals uh, committing Absolutely. crimes against humanity. It's just psychologically. But she's clearly compromised. And I did get some information about her husband also getting all kinds of money. He's also in the mix from the NIH and stuff as well. So, you know, big conflict of interest. But she's clearly uh, compromised, has, has been all over the place. But something else that happened, first of all, people have to realize the CDC is uh, basically funded by Big Pharma, the Gates Foundation, all of that. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But the other thing is then don't don't forget, you know, the one the only thing that is keeping uh, America and the world basically safe right now is the Second Amendment. And for some reason, uh, not some reason, I get it, because this is what they're doing under this Biden regime. They're going to these agencies and giving them powers like like the, the eviction moratorium was up to the CDC. Now, now the CDC is taking on gun control as a health crisis. No, it's yeah, not. So, yeah, you, know, you have a psychiatrist so, telling you if you can carry a gun. Are you, yeah, are you I kidding mean, me? The CDC should be abolished, if you ask me. They're completely rogue. They're run, obviously, by the globalists and Fauci. But, I mean, they shouldn't be dealing with, with rent moratorium. All these, all these landlords lost their housing and everything because of this agency that should have nothing to do with it. And then the other thing, now they're going full on into guns as a public health emergency. And it's like, you know what it is. They're trying to bypass the constitution through these, through these rogue uh, compromised agencies. That's exactly what they're doing because the rules don't, they, we've seen this since the beginning. The rules okay. don't apply. And if the rules are being applied, then we have to bypass them. Look at the Senate when they were doing the impeachment. I keep saying this because it was funny. It was like a bunch of children. So bad. It was a bunch of children in the play box and, and so in the, in the sandbox. And they said, okay, listen, man, we got a set of rules. Um, 
Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to vote because we don't like the rules. And since the legally we can't impeach him, what we're going to do is have a new rule in the sandbox. And so that's kind of what these knuckleheads have been doing. Right. And we need to keep them in check. I think what's going to happen and what I think is going to happen with the FDA, the CDC, I think the WHO is going to be abolished. I think and the WHO originally was originally intended for the for the good, as a lot of these agencies, unfortunately. I think the CDC is going to be abolished. I think the who's it should be. be. It's a total the FDA, the damage the FDA, that they've done to this country in this past year and a half is, is absolutely disgusting. The FDA, they are they are the disease. <laughs> they're, they're they're the weapons right. behind this, right? They're the weapons yeah. that are behind this. These regulations and these these right. groups. Now, I still feel that the FDA will still serve a purpose based on this new technology, and there still has to be some oversight. Where I talked about and, and last week we were talking about it and I, I know it's still coming out now but what's one of the things I was really pushing in that final Antarctica conversation was that the pharma and these government are not these government interests these private industries are being protected by the government and they have this statement hey need to know you don't need to know when we work in the labs hey you don't need to know the information just analyze this sample tell me what's in it and then you got guys like uh, the soldiers right? They're out there. Jayco is a perfect example. Legit guy. He's serving it. Hey, you don't need to know any of the details. Just get in there and get your job done. So, right. So it's this need to know what I said is, is, Hey, there has to be oversight of these people. First and foremost, let's get rid of the cabal. Let's get rid of the, uh, the oversight Oversight is a huge issue all across the board. There's no oversight. oversight. Well, it's also because the oversight boards are picked by whoever's in there and they're exactly. if they're rogue that's what that's a big big problem in um in the in the department of justice with judges and prosecutors the yeah. oversight people that are supposed to make sure that the judges and the prosecutors aren't rogue uh they're in on it they don't yeah. do any of that so we don't yeah. have that next level that we should have over on top of anyone that is has this kind of power but you know as long as people are placed in there to stop investigations not to start and look into things you know yeah yeah there there there's always a checks and balance and one of the great things about our country and our constitution was there's a brilliant setup of checks and balances yeah. not any one group is supposed to have that power unfortunately what happened is when you develop a, the CIA and the FBI and all of these other weapons and that's all they are they're weapons yeah. i mean that's plain yeah. and simple yeah and if you don't get your objective, what you do is you call them. And I, I, I will say this, the scientists in my area and the scientists that do these research uh, in terms of these, these back uh, reverse engineering, these technologies that I, I've been talking about, these people have had family members killed, themselves killed. They've been in hiding since they tried. If you try, you come out, they're going to kill you. So this is, so my statement originally was why are they hiding some of this stuff? The stuff that I've been researching and, and stuff, a lot of the people go silent. Right. They go right. silent because they don't want us to know, but it's too late. We're past that. That's the good news, okay? Right. So what I want to do is I want to answer a couple. I've been getting a lot of questions. And so um, I had uh, Tracy do a quick rundown of, right. uh, on some of the some of the questions. Uh, I, I have to say, I'm getting a lot of nurse and doctors uh, and uh, and other areas as well, guys. And and one of the big questions that, that that's being pushed out is, Mike, listen, I'm getting mandated this this vaccine. Um, if I don't get this vaccine, I have to do this this testing. And 
a lot of these people, what really, really breaks my heart, Mel, is a lot of these people are, are single breadwinners, uh, earners, right. right? And they're in a position now on what to do. And guys, that's not, unfortunately, that's not my wheelhouse. I can give you as much information as I can. Every person needs to make their own decision. But I can tell you what, I cannot tell you how many emails. And I can, I know which one they're coming because they're this long. Right. And guys, I, I have to say, I read them all. Uh-huh. You send me something, I do read them. I don't respond all the time right away. Uh, and then when I get downtime, I, I, I respond to everything. You send me something, I'll send it back. Um, I don't have an answer for the forced vaccine vaccine part, guys. There's some legal issues in there involved. And I can tell you, honestly, there's a, myself as well as some people very close to me are in the same situation. Yeah. Millions uh, and millions and millions of people. Millions are. of us. Yeah. Millions I, of us, it's guys. A, it's a personal situation, but... Um, the one thing that I, I have heard, um, there's a great attorney, Tom Renz. People should look him up. He's doing great work in this in this area. Um, Good. And uh, yeah, I, there are a bunch now coming out. Um, I have a few on my website. I'm going to be adding some more resources. Uh, okay. but the truth is that um, you know, if, if if you if that is happening, the uh, advice that I've heard over and over, just to share it, is don't quit. Let them fire you. Don't you don't have to comply but let them fire you because when everything shakes out on the other side, these employers have to be held accountable because at the top of a lot of these employers is the same Vanguard and BlackRock and companies that own it that are in on the entire thing. And when um, the truth is revealed, these people need to be held accountable. You know, let them fire you. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Because you know what? I, it, it kills me when I, uh, uh, when I hear a lot of this stuff. Um, I know it's awful. It's sickening. Um, so I had a, a, a couple PhDs reached out to me. And uh, so we're going to move on, Mel. Great. Go ahead. All right, so, you. Uh, a couple of PhDs and lab guys uh, reached out to me and they said, hey, listen, I'm a PhD in uh, virology and immunology. We did, looked at 15, get this, 1,500 um, let me see if I can, uh, one second here. Let me see if I can put a shout out to him, his name. No. All right, guys. Okay. Oh, Rob. So, hey, not your Rob. Right. This is a different Rob. Cool. So he looked at 1,500 samples under the microscope, different, different types of microscopes under the 1,500 supposed positive COVID cases. And did you know, this is in California, Southern California, zero had COVID. Right. Zero when they looked at it in the lab. So that's kind of the trend here, guys. Uh, that's that's what we're seeing. So what I did as a special little uh, uh, care package is um, I got some of the, the PCR testings and I reached out to a couple of very, very close friends of mine. I said, hey, guys, let's take a look at this. What's really going on here? Because as you know, when we just talked about this, this was kind of funny. They said, OK, if you're not going to do the vaccine, you're going to have to get tested twice, twice a week, minimum. Some companies are going to every day, you've got to be tested. And so we knew, I knew that there was something up there too. Okay. And I don't want to, I, it's hard for us to say now, listen, I don't want to jump into the conspiracy boat because unfortunately everything is, everything that we've looked at, we've been lied to. So, and one of the things that I stressed last weekend uh, is guys, we need to remain open-minded. It doesn't mean that all the stuff we're hearing or seeing is hundred uh, percent true. Not uh, there might be cases where I may make an incorrect statement or it's 
but I, I get this a lot too, where I say something and people misinterpret what right. I say. Right, yeah, but, but you can't. You can. We gotta validate, guys. Everything is validation, validation. And, and, and also Mel, there are some people that are out there that have a lot of listeners that they're saying things they shouldn't be. You know, you and I have talked about that. We've had private conversations. That's becoming a, a real, a real situation. But you know Take what? It. Everyone is uh, revealing themselves now. The dark delight is on every level, including in the people that you know are are trying to get the truth out. Some uh, seem to be getting out uh, disinformation or information that they shouldn't be giving out. So you yeah. know, we we can only do what we can do and try to align with the people that are actually you know doing the right thing. And I, and I'm listening to. I'm looking for my. Well, I wanted to say also, I, I talked to right. that Steve Quayle and he tracks um, this, this guy. He's a radio guy, but he has a show now. He's been tracking these deaths, these suspicious deaths of scientists involved in all of this and, and the yes. vaccines. There's been a lot, like 60 scientists that have these, these untimely deaths or suicide or random accidents. And uh, it is it seems to be connected. There was a woman. I can't remember her name. Um, in Southern California, that was a whistleblower early on, like died out of nowhere, then all these suicides. But then also um, that Carrie Mullis, I think that's his name, who created the PCR test. He's uh, he mysteriously died not not too long before all of this. But he's on camera on a tape on tape saying Dr. Fauci's a fraud and they can make anything come up in the PCR test they want and that they shouldn't be used to diagnose. and he's now dead. Yeah, what, what you said is kind of something you and I were talking about a few minutes ago is, um, you know, when these things come out, what happens is they eliminate the evidence. And unfortunately, what happens is some of the evidence is the scientists that have developed this thing. And yeah. sadly, a lot of the scientists, myself included, by the way, where you jump into the lab, you think you're really making a difference, right? You, you really truly believe, you know, it, I, when I was first got out of college and I had my first uh, uh, job and I'm jumping into the lab and I talked to one of the, the high uh, up executives, I was invited into one of these meetings and he said, well, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to, I'm going to cure cancer. That's my goal. That was my goal coming out of lab. I was all excited and I, I, and I'm doing the research. So we all truly believe a lot of us that we are doing the right thing. And unfortunately what happens is they don't know because they're that silo again right. about what's going on. And so what happens is at the end of the, the, uh, down the river, what happens is they start eliminating evidence. And unfortunately, part of that evidence is these good scientists. And I, I will say this too, this was before all the electronic stuff, guys. So I worked in lab before that was that like that, right? When we were in the labs, we had what we called red books. And I think I've mentioned this before. So yeah. a red book is your laboratory documentation of everything that you do, purpose, scope, objective, results of any science that you do or any testing. But scientists were smart. They, don't, they never had one red book. We always kept two because we knew that at one point, either something would happen with that one. So there's always two sets of books. And this isn't a criminal activity like these people that oh, do. Oh, yeah, I know books, what you're right? right. It's, we always have them. And now we have flash drives. We have this technology. So they're eliminating these people. And unfortunately, they're trying to eliminate that process. It is very sad. Um, the smart ones, and I know people that are, are, they're still really quiet and they don't divulge where they are. And one of the things that these guys do is they say, if I die, this is where my information is. And they don't disclose it, but somebody else knows where that is. Now, thank God I'm not one of those guys that has that type of information, but I'm telling you, yeah. these guys, 
they have protocols in place to protect themselves. Right. I hope if that some of these scientists it. aren't dead and maybe disappeared or, you know, because uh, yeah. there's a lot of that going on too, but it, it yeah. is alarming how many uh, scientists have, uh, le- have passed away in some way over the last yeah. three years connected to all of this. Yeah. And they, they've got extremely quick and easy ways of, of, of getting rid of these people. So I want to pull up, give me, give me a second here. Sure, sure. I, I deleted one of my files, so it's shame on me. Um, let me pull this file up. I want to talk about this PCR testing memo, okay? Right, right. Yeah, I noticed that also. Uh, I noticed that the PCR tests, uh, I was walking by somewhere in Manhattan because now everyone has to get them constantly there too. Uh, yeah. And they're not cheap. You know, I, I'm assuming mostly the employers pay for it, but now, now the, the the unemployment ended, and most people they they're getting the PCR test. They need to get it to get out, even to get a job. Uh, yeah. So you're seeing long lines in New York in the testing centers. They're they're everywhere, by the way. It's a giant business, but they're like two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm on top stop. of everything else. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna. I don't want to talk about the. Um, the financial part of this because right. you're the genius on that and you follow the money it's there it's a lot of yeah. money first and foremost oh my god uh, i want to talk about guys i want to talk about what i got sent really quickly in terms of this pcr testing and first and foremost i don't want anybody to get alarmed i truly believe as i've said since the beginning uh something that donald trump said was we're only going to let them do what we know we can reverse Okay, guys, so I'm going to talk about this PCR testing, but I'm not, I don't like to say, oh, my God, the earth is, we're, we're all going to die. Guys, don't go there with this. Just listen to this and be aware of it, of this information. I truly believe, with, and like I've said since the beginning, we can reverse what's being done. That doesn't mean go get the vaccine because there's still stuff in there. Everybody, you know, I see all these videos. We truly don't know what's in there. And I don't believe that anyone except the select few know what's in there. Right. Guys. First and foremost, so listen to this. Right. Let's, let's do some happy reading here. Well, it's not happy actually, but all right. So there was a series of lab tests that were done. The uh, one of the scientists, um, Dr. G, did uh, electron microscope and a couple of other uh, types of testing uh, on the PCR diagnostic testing equipment in terms of uh, and also the chemical composition. Now, what we did here, what they did, and I told them to do, was I wanted to compare what they said was in the package insert because you're recorded, you're required by the regulations to say what you got, what you're using and how you're using it and where it goes, okay? Mm-hmm. So that being said, okay, here's what we got. So the first round of this is supposed to be a cotton swab. This is, by the way, uh, made out of a company and I will say this, it's called Biotama. It's from okay. China. Yeah. So within this one, and there's a couple of them, so we're gonna, I'm gonna go over a few of them now. Okay. Okay, so based on this one, there's uh, these broken fibers that looked like they were made of a composition when they, they did an analysis was uh, carbon, oxygen, silicone, uh, chromium, sulfur, aluminum, titanium, and a specific type of sodium that they couldn't identify was in the initial sample, okay? So they dig a little bit deeper and I've got, uh, guys, I can provide pictures if people wanna see this. I think I can uh, pick out some of the information on this one. Okay, so in addition to that, uh, this is a cotton swab. It's got fiberglass, but the fiberglass has a unique coating that they could not initially identify. 
compounds within that were included aluminum, silicone, titanium. Uh, and there was an additional coating of organic materials. It's wow. moving. Remember we talked about that before? Yes, I do remember. But it, remember we talked about that, that some of this stuff was moving? Well, yeah. I, I said, okay, guys, I want to make sure that who is sending this information out is legit. So, Dr. G. All right, keeping going here. So mm -hmm. uh, the top applicator uh, was another stick. Uh, they looked at a second swab, was coated with a short nylon fibers, uh, arranging originally perpendicular to the original swab, which I thought, I thought, okay, well, what does that mean here? So the fiber core is made of a nylon with a coating of a patented material that won't be divulged. So when you compare the package insert and the materials list, this is a, by the way, guys, this is a way that, you can get around divulging certain information. Usually it's in what they consider non-FDA approved things. You know, like when you do herbal things where it says, okay, this right. is a proprietary blend. Basically yeah. what it is, is we got stuff in there. We don't want to tell you, we don't have to. Okay. Huh. So that's kind of the bypass process. But what, what's curious is even if you're a diagnostic product that is what considered non-invasive, you're still required to identify what everything is. And I try to dig and find this based on the patent and the package insert, and it's not in there. I thought that was kind of curious. So um, it may not, I may just have missed it, Mel. Uh -huh. um, you know, it, it, it's very likely, I'm not saying, oh my God, you know, this is a conspiracy, but some of the stuff is curious. Uh, with further analysis, uh, Mike, um, we also found silicate zirconium titanium blends in there. This fiber uh, was so difficult that we were unable to tear it with a uh, uh, the mucous membrane. So basically what they did is they found this thing in this microscopic piece. They said, can this be manipulated? And it's like impossible to manipulate. Uh, so uh, there's some type of uh, pressure applied maneuver to keep the, the fiber and I'm, I'm trying to break this down, Mel, so bear with me. I'm, no, I'm, take your time. Take your time. This they're is trying to, they said there's something with those particular fibers and the way that the coating was that they're not able to go back in and break it down any further, even within their microscopes. And that might also have been, by the way, when I sent this lab, they're not one of those high-end labs that has a lot of the expensive equipment. Mm -hmm. I think if we further pursued this, I think, Mel, we could find out, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to go any further than what they said, but their message here, uh, G says to me, hey, um, we can't, I can't go any further, but it's curious. So, right. um, so huh. he says, but the problem with that is you don't know what that fiber is. And keep in mind also during these testings, they're going way up there. And, 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 and Rob and I were talking about this before you jumped in was right. they're going up to that blood brain barrier, which I've talked about before, which is is it's very dangerous because if you've got some type of nanotechnology or microfibers, it's going to go right through that blood right. brain barrier. That's a high risk, guys. And so you, you expect a higher level of regulation on that. And also the application itself would be dangerous. If you've got somebody that, some Yahoo that doesn't know what they're doing, they're going to stick that thing up there. You also get, you know, a lot of bad things can happen. So then what they did is G sends it to, to another lab. Because there were these small dots uh, during their um, electron microscopy that show that there were some type of silver nanoparticles involved here. Now, the silver 
Yeah. And wow. silver nanoparticles, in terms of the identification of it through uh, the microscopy, mm -hmm. the, um, that's not on the manufacturer's data information sheet. And, and also more importantly, it's not also under the um, proprietary information. They just don't put it in there. So what I mean by that is, so they've got this extra things that they're putting in there, but they're not divulging it according to what they would normally do. Uh, so this week, that's going to be my, my to-do list. Now, wow. so I'm going to get into this a little bit more because this is something that we talked about a, a while ago, but then because of this push recently where, right. okay, if you're not going to be vaccinated, we're going to, you must get this thing. You must do it a minimum of twice a week. Why minimum twice a week? I don't know. Because- right. First and foremost, you know, we all know this is all bogus. We all right. know there's no reason to. Um, so I'm kind of curious. So that's what's coming out of and, this. Yeah. And I don't know if it's true or not, but people have, um, at least some of the scientists that came out early and have all been like, had their careers destroyed and stuff. Some yeah, of them yeah. were saying that they were concerned that there was, um, that's crazy that this nanoparticles keeps coming up over and over and over yeah. in all aspects of this. Remember that connects also to uh, Dr. Lieber that was arrested, that was financed by Epstein and Gates and worked with uh, with the Wuhan lab and Harvard. Yeah. His, his trials didn't come up, but that's his wheelhouse, those nanoparticles, nanotechnology, all of that. And it's certainly connected to what was going on at Wuhan. But um, there were a lot of doctor, uh, scientists in the beginning saying that they, they thought that maybe the, the test had the virus or whatever or vaccine whatever in it like that it was it was the, the tests were tainted but i would i see that as being like that would be a, a big leap so um i'm glad that you explained yeah. it like at, like in normal sane terms because at one time that was happening but it is bizarre because even in new york which is now a communist country um full-on yeah. full-on commie uh, the, de Blasio is the worst human uh, on the planet. Um, no, nah, there's probably a few worse, but he's he's up there. He's up uh, on the same table. Oh, he's, he's way high up there. What a demon! But I'll tell you right now, um, this double this testing thing is everywhere. And now he's saying that every student has to get tested weekly in the entire public school system and all the teachers and everyone, even if they're vaccinated. So what is, it's just crazy, but this test thing has taken on a new life of its own in the last week and a half. Yeah, I, I, I wanna, um, let's clarify a couple of things. I don't think that that virus is being submitted um, through the, the PCR testing. Right. I, I don't, first and foremost, PCR testing doesn't work. And secondly, right. um, even if you did get it, you're not gonna get sick. Now, that being said, I have some close friends that have COVID that that's what they're being told they have and they're very sick. It could be the flu, but- right. Guys, let's not misinterpret some of this because we know like the, the one professor that sent me a bunch of stuff, they did testing and none of them had COVID. But secondly, you're skewing you're, you're flu data. You got to remember that millions of people are right. dying from the flu too, guys. So right. try to keep this in perspective. But this PCR testing really bothered me. So I dug a little bit deeper. Yeah. I purchased myself some of this testing. I sent it out and this is what I got. So- and I can tell you a couple of these people that, that I sent these to, I've known a long time. And they think, Mike, originally when I bring some of this other stuff and some of the stuff I talked about last week, originally they're, okay, man, you've lost it, dude. All right. You talk about this stuff down South. Uh, in, in right. which, which, You're not alone. Way, yeah. Which by the way, Antarctica, yeah. it's not just Antarctica. Did you know Admiral Byrd also went to the, to the North Pole? No. 
I didn't know that. We're going to have to well, wait that. till you find out what he found up there. Wow. Because a lot of stuff about Antarctica is coming out and it's not it's hitting the mainstream, but not in America, of course. Uh, Russia's been oh. talking quite a bit about it. And uh, a lot of other countries overseas are are getting involved in Antarctica. Uh, of course, nobody in the U.S. media other than people like us are even mentioning it. And uh, but they are in other countries. It, 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 to me, to me, it's mind boggling. Uh, and I know we're, we're diverting a little bit, but to me, you know, it's something that I find mind boggling is how they got away with this for so long. It's amazing. When some of this stuff starts coming out. Um, it's, it's, it's mind blowing that we were all completely oblivious to this. We believed NASA. Oh my God, look at NASA. You know, look at this, look at Mars. You know, Mars is, you know, it's 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 completely uh, um, unlivable and it's never been there's it's just right. a dead planet all of this garbage that we've been believing all of this time and people now are starting to wake up I'm seeing a, I'll, I'll tell you this I'm seeing more and more of my emails asking questions about these other topics right so a lot of your listeners I'd say plus 80 percent now yeah. are completely um, open to what we talk about. They love what we talk right. about, by the right. way. But more importantly, they're awake and now they're doing their own homework. I was yeah. getting a lot of people from our first part of Antarctica saying, Mike, where are you finding this? Where can I find this stuff? You right. know, what? where are you doing it? And I've got other people now sending me stuff, Great. which is cool. Yeah, It's coming, guys. This this is coming. But it is. I, it is. It I'm telling my you. Mind. Other How? countries are already talking about it in their in their mainstream media. So yeah. they're still hiding it from us. And obviously the cabal, the globalists, but people are yeah. digging into it. And uh, there's a lot more um, talk about it. I see it coming up constantly. So something is uh, is brewing there for uh, disclosure, for sure. And you've been on top of it the whole time. At first, when we talk about it, people are like, what? But then when people do actually just look up, even just the Admiral Byrd story, you have to be like, wait a minute, what? How come we never knew that? That's a huge, that should have been a huge story that we, that we learned in school 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the cover up, but also the misleading information. And one of the things that I've been, been working on, and I, I've been a little quiet lately um, in, with, with some of the people I normally interact with is what really bothers me also is to what degree, to what degree is the lie going to impact us. And what I mean by that is um, this, our sciences, what in our science is true and we can confirm based on this new information and what do we need to throw away? Right. And so, you know, when I talk about the frequency, I talk about the pineal gland, I talk about all of these different things and this stuff has been there, but it's been buried. But What's interesting also is right in the mid 1800s, you know me with timelines. Yeah. Right around that mid 1850 time frame, right. right? Right in that area, plus or minus a decade or two. God, guys, don't beat me up on this, but information and the way information was being divulged in terms of the previous timelines, there's chunks taken out and it's scrunched together. But also, the sciences were taken out of those timelines and what's being delivered. So when I talk about the pineal gland, guys, the frequency of the different things, um, this stuff was originally out there. I've got pictures now. I got a group that I've been working with for a very, very long time. Remember, I told you I'm the stupid one in the group. And they, they do. They call me. They go, Mike, you're the dumb one. But there's pictures back in the early 1800s of electric cars. Did you know that? 
Have you seen those pictures? These are doctor, these are doctored pictures, but that that time frame is gone. Right. In our in our time frame. And I know guys, this sounds crazy. We talk about it, but I've talked to two other people recently, Jason Q and somebody else who's done a lot of research on the same stuff. And and they talk a lot about these missing chunks of time and and all of that. Yeah. And uh, and he's been really researching that. But also, like you just said about what science is real and what was fed to us to manipulate or to hide. It's got it's across the board. What history is real? What 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 science? What what math and all of it, you know, all of this, all these theories, you talked a lot about gravity and all of that stuff too. It's yeah. all this stuff has been, now we're seeing with, with newly opened eyes because of the last year and a half of, uh, you know, not taking their word for it anymore, that they're just telling it, that what they're saying is right. We're doing our own research, but that's yeah. leading to, well, how much else is, is manipulated and fraudulent that we should be going back and weeding out the truth and I mean, leading out the false, putting to get back together the truth, because um, that's a big part of what's going on is erasing the past, erasing, you know, on the surface level with our history and our monuments and our statues and and rewriting the founding fathers as racist, all this stuff that they've been doing on that level. But that's also going to be a whole bunch of stuff in science and medicine and all of that that is also uh, has been manipulated to use against us or hidden. And you've they've been restructured it up. science, Mel. Right. They've restructured our concept of science. That's really what we're seeing here. And so with my research, uh, and, and I want to make an interesting point, something I'm really researching on. In other words, I, I, I say this a lot, but something I mentioned back, uh, I've been getting a lot of questions, Mike, what did you do on your frequency generating machine? Because I know we have this, this, that right. right in it. And I know we're tight in time so I can get this done in 10 minutes, Rob. Okay. That's Love okay. You. Can we do that? Yeah. Just right. uh, jump in now. All right. So a lot of people have asked me, Mike, what did you do with your uh, your frequency generating machine? And so, but guys, I've had three that I've worked on, developed, trash, and redone. I'm actually going to do a wow. series. I'm going to put some slides together, give you some pictures of what I've done, what works and what don't work. Um, but something that I, I, I said, you know, that can't be it. That can't be the only thing that's out there based on the technology that I've seen. But there's another one. Do you remember I talked about the photon lighting the photon light with regards to uh, a, a, an impression of a healthy organ that you put on a diseased organ and you fix it. Do you remember us talking about that? Yeah, I do remember that. So yeah. I've been really working on this because, because I think that it's not just the frequency. I think that this light and the use of these different lights mm-hmm. um, also are going to impact the medical community, my community in particular. So I'm, I'm, that's something guys kind of something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I want to say something else that's, that's really exciting. So two things that are going to be coming out that are going to be divulged moving forward that I'm really excited about that I'm just learning about now is the anti-gravity that we've talked about. Right. There's, it's coming to America and some of these, there's a couple companies now that are doing it despite the resistance that they're getting and the threats that they're getting. And they're working on this new free energy concept that Dr. Tesla comes out. There's some scientists here in the United States that have been rewriting based on what they can find right. for free energy. The combination of those two things, guys, will make our lives so much better. My God. So I'm much excited. Better. Yeah. I'm excited. So that free guys, energy stuff also, there's something um, I was talking about with um, South America 
where they they like uh, Tesla and all of that, that they've been working on it down there this whole time. Um, they're not allowed to, uh, I guess, disclose that, but uh, they're way more advanced than people think. They're using, so some of his patents, so there's a lot of them, right? There's a couple right. suitcases that we talked about that are missing. Yeah, but, exactly. You know what I mean? But what's interesting is some of those patents, but some of his early designs of the free energy have been mm -hmm. replicated here in the United States. Right. They have been. I've seen it. I've actually seen the data. I've seen it work. There's been videos. I'll, I'll, as soon as these videos come out, they disappear. But what they don't do is they don't take the name of the person. So when I know they're going to take something, I copy who sent it and then I contact them myself. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, they're filtering what Very we do, do not get. It's not right. working anymore. Good. It shouldn't it, be. They, you know what? Enough's enough. You know, it's going to be up to people like us and then people that um, watch us and are doing their own research and are fighting yeah. the good fight because it's not going to be unlocked unless we force it at this point. And that's that's yes. that's fine. But that's that's what we need to be doing. That's what we should be doing. That's why I say everyone has a, has a purpose on the front lines right now in humanity. And, and you know, that's just part of it. Yeah. You know, everybody, I get a lot of emails, as I'm sure you do, that say, Mike, I want to help. What can I do? Mike, right. I, I want to help. And we can't get everybody on these teams, but you can be doing something. You right. can be doing your own homework, looking up this information. And if I say something, right. look it up, guys. If I give you a name and I give you a name, it's for a reason. Right. Because they have valuable information that I see. And I could be wrong on some of these people. There's a few that jumped out in that leadership role like yourself, right. not you, that now as I listen to them, I'm like, hmm. No, I you get know, it. And, and yeah. we got to kind of look into what is and isn't true, but let's keep doing what we're doing. One other right. thing, Mel, that I'm seeing some really good things that's not my wheelhouse right. is our schools. Oh, you our are. Our schools are that's changing good. across the country. I'm right. seeing at the, at the grade school level, parents coming in, in my community, now I'm new to Massachusetts, right? But right. I remember even in, our, in my other school, parents are going, listen, I want to look at your curriculum. There are parents now that because of what's been in their libraries that parents don't know about, parents are going through the libraries and looking at every single book right. that's being taught, which right. I completely, guys, I completely support you and God bless you that you're doing that because some of this information should not be in there. And it's not about us filtering what they do and do not see like they're doing, right? right? It's about making sure that this anti-American garbage Right. All this other stuff that they're throwing but at also our the, yeah. children. Yeah. Throw it out. Yeah. But I, I believe that we're going to have to go back through uh, at least the last 20 years of history textbooks and science textbooks and all of these and really, you know, weed out the propaganda and the lies and the manipulation of history. Look, they're trying to push all this stuff in the 1619 project that there's 30, uh, you know, genders, all this stuff. This is all, it's all just to uh, honestly mentally manipulate and uh, destroy, honestly, minds and, um, and thinking and all that rather than the, you know, there's nothing good about it. Nothing. No, this, this, this was a huge push. And by the way, I think. Well, the, my, the year my... of uh, homeschooling really, I mean, of remote schooling really backfired like everything else on these demons. It, what a, what a nightmare. And, and I, I will say this. So, I think that 80% of our science and, and what we're being taught in the on what I'm learning on the science side of it, 80% is garbage. Yeah. We've been misled. Yeah. And it's, it, and I hear this and I'm like, oh my God, but I, I will say 
This is exciting, guys, because I'm seeing we're at the other end of that hill right now. I see, guys, what's coming for us from a science perspective, and I'm excited. I'm so excited, guys, that let's just get through this last piece. Use Mel, help them through this vaccine mandate garbage and the PCR testing. I'll keep throwing information out there, guys. Let's let's get through this last piece, and we're going to win. Yeah. And I'm going to have Tom Renz on. He's he's a, an amazing lawyer that's really leading the charge to right. uh, give information about where people can go for these religious exemptions and all the other exemptions and and how they can fight back um, without. But, you know, a lot of it is about money when it comes to fighting the government. They have unlimited and uh, you don't. <laughs> so so yeah. there's a lot of people out there that are, are joining together lawyers. It took a long time, but there's lawyers now finally fighting back like there are doctors now fighting back finally. So uh, we are seeing heroes coming out. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited. Guys, stay safe over there. Right? We will. We're heading to Colorado Springs to see to have Amen. some fun with, with some patriots. Um, and okay. I will see you next week. And uh, we have we actually still have, uh, we've been backed up because we've been on the road. So we have two treats this week for Michael, this show and another show. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see you next week. And thank you so much. It's good to have one show that's really, uh, you know, mind opening, eye opening and all of that. And then one to address, you know, the chaos that is uh, infecting our lives every day with misinformation and, and all of that. So really appreciate it, Michael, and a great show for a lot of clarity, I think, today. So thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Stay calm, everybody. All right. We'll see you. Love you, Mel. See you next week. You too.